0: Welcome back to your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we have another listener request. This is from our listener, Lori, and she's recommending this place in Illinois. And this is right up our alley because it is an inn. And it's kind of fancy, but it's also pretty affordable at the same time. Okay, this sounds promising. I don't remember what Lori specifically recommended, so this will be a surprise to me. This is Your Haunted Holiday at the Inn at 835 in Springfield, Illinois. So, Lindsay, I just called this place the Inn at 835, but it could also be known as the Inn at 835. (laughs) I'm really not sure what the owners or the staff there would refer to it as. But, I mean, it looks pretty cool. And regardless, you know, that's what I'm going to call it, 835. Fair enough. That's what we're going to go with, 835. Yes. So, this is a listener recommendation from Lori. And this place really does have a pretty interesting spirit that is haunting this place that we're going to get into but first let's talk about the history now I will say there is no like horrible, tragic history around this, but the history is pretty cool. So this place was created by a woman named Belle Miller. In the late 1800s, when she was in her early 20s, she actually opened a small floral shop. She eventually expanded, really grew her business, eventually had a greenhouse the size of an entire city block where she was basically like doing all the floral stuff in Springfield like she cornered the market on this and think about it Lindsay this is like late 1800s early 1900s and this is a businesswoman Mm -hmm. that's awesome and these are prime haunted years let me also just say um but you're right I mean think about uh, you know businesswomen just weren't that common back then no, not at all. And especially a, a highly successful businesswoman that set her mount, mind to this. So not only did she have this business, but she decided she wanted to work on kind of like a dream Project I guess I would say and so she bought this plot of land and built this large home But it wasn't actually intended to be just her own private house Again, she wanted to expand the business a bit and she lived there, but she also created essentially what was like a luxury apartment in what appeared to be a pretty large beautiful mansion I love a beautiful mansion. Let me throw that out there. (laughs) Yes, and I mean, this was fancy. So the apartments that she had created and kind of split it out so people would, you know, rent these rooms out. They had verandas and jacuzzi baths and huge fireplaces and woodwork. So like, this was a very beautiful place. This is not like the places that I was renting out in my 20s you know in a studio okay (laughs) right (laughs) this is an upgrade definitely and the springfield elite as they would um, need a place to stay they would often rent an apartment here from bell miller and she also lived here and she loved to throw parties because this is a big place there was a party area etc and so this was really her dream and she absolutely loved this house. Spoiler alert, she's not gonna leave. (laughs) That makes sense, right? That's how much she loves this house. So The good news is here, there really is no horrible, like, wah, wah, wah tragedy where people are being murdered or, you know, something absolutely horrible happens. No, this is really just a story about a businesswoman that was really successful and built her dream property and wants to stay there for eternity. Oh my goodness. So this is a big change from our previous episode. We covered the Lemp Mansion and so much tragedy there. I mean, just awful, right? So this is like, it sounds like a friendly ghost. Not such heavy, not such heavy atmosphere going on at this place. Yeah, this is a good palate cleanser from the last one with all the tragedy that took place. Now, in 1994, this property was repurchased, it was renovated, and that's when it became the inn that it is today. And I will say, the renovation is beautiful. It looks like they kept a lot of the woodwork and um, fancy fireplaces and that kind of stuff. So it's definitely true to the history. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. So like you said, Lindsay, this is a friendly spirit. So this is also the place, if you're a little scared of ghosts, maybe this might be the first place that you want to dip your toe in the water, stay at kind of a cool inn, and you don't have to worry about any demons or anybody staring at you over a bathroom stall or something like that. Yeah, no creepers that we're aware of, right? I mean, even if there are creepers, they're friendly creepers. These are these are nice ghosts here, sounds like. Yes, absolutely. There is actually, there's even no stories around waking up in the middle of the night and having Belle Miller staring at you from the foot of the bed. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) So kind of a nice change up, but she certainly is haunting this place because they say like i said she absolutely loved it she seems to still be there and some of the things that you're going to want to look for there are voices that come out of vacant rooms and specifically people will say that they will hear a friendly voice like right next to them with nobody accompanying this that will say well hello there Ooh, right next to them so that gives me the chills because it makes me think of our time at the Thomas house when we heard that whistle like in the room with us right there next to my left ear and I know for a fact it came from in the room and it was not one of us so it's it kind of reminds me of that but like well hello there yeah you know how cool would that be and they do call out that it is a friendly tone of voice although I would probably still get freaked out by that. I'm not going to lie. If I there was nobody around me and I heard, well, hello there, I might get out of that room pretty quick. I mean, maybe. I will say, though, Lisa, the way we reacted even to the whistle, granted, we were packing up to leave because I was totally freaked before that even happened, right? But we didn't go screaming, running out of there. We just finished packing our stuff. You finished brushing your teeth and we hit the road i feel like today we have a lot more experience in being at some of these really scary places i think we would probably react much better that i think we'd be freaked yeah. because it's odd right i think we'd be freaked out but i mean gosh it's bell miller it's not it's not uh sally from the sally house Yes, very true. And if you're listening and you're not caught up on all the episodes, the story that Lindsay is referencing regarding we got whistled out by a ghost at the Thomas house. So you're going to want to go back to some of our earlier episodes. It's one of my personal favorite stories. When people ask me what's one of the scariest things that have happened to you, I think that whistle is definitely towards the top of that list. It was a great experience, I have to say. But yeah, it was it was freaky at the time. We had a story to tell. No doubt. That's the fun part about going to these places is is you just don't ever know what's going to happen. And if somebody goes there and you're listening and you have heard this or you go there and do hear this, please send us an email and let us know your experience because we would like to share that with our listeners. The other thing that happens really common, and they say this happens regularly, is the elevator malfunctions we were talking about a place not that long ago that it was like a very common occurrence but guests will get on this elevator they'll push a button and no matter what they do it will take them to the wrong floor Now, I can say that they do say that this elevator has been inspected. They have tried to figure out if there is some sort of mechanical malfunction numerous times to try to rule that out. And they have no idea what it is. The only thing that they can attribute this elevator activity to is some ghost in there pushing buttons and having it go by itself. So they've ruled out all the technical errors and they've now said it's definitely a ghost that's that's causing these issues at this point based on their their research from what i can tell yes <laughs> i am no elevator expert so what all those checks are i really couldn't tell you i'm just going based on what is out there but i mean every source that i read about this and there was multiple they all said the elevator has been looked at for any sort of technical issue it i say that kind of jokingly but like again i say this a lot i believe in ghosts so i i do believe it's certainly possible could it be a technical problem still sure you know i'd like to see what all they you know checked right i mean it might be just some really complicated issue yeah i mean i think bell miller like doesn't sound like the type of lady that would go into an elevator and try to screw with people so and I could be wrong. Maybe she was. Maybe she liked to play jokes. Maybe she's a little bit of a poltergeist. But if this is a ghost causing this, it makes me wonder if it's another spirit or like a child or somebody who likes to, you know, joke around and, and mess with people. Just a completely out there theory. But you never know. It could be. Now, really, I think probably there is one ghost here. I think the staff and the owners think there is one ghost ghost here bell miller that's the one that they've seen the most evidence of however there was a psychic that stayed here once that said that they sensed like 40 different spirits on the property so you never know or maybe there's like something coming in and out they do say that she liked to throw parties and maybe in the afterlife she's throwing parties for her friends and maybe they're just hanging out messing with the elevator i don't know it could be or imagine like what, who knows what happened on the land prior to her owning it. Also, this was an apartment complex. so You could have had residents have an attachment to the location and you could have had residents that died there that maybe we just aren't aware of. True. Or it's some sort of residual energy there that's yeah. messing with it as well. Totally. The other thing that she likes to do is she likes to mess with books. So this apparently happened on several occasions where... A book has been taken out of a bookcase. And it's not just like lightly laid in the bookcase. It's one that's like kind of squeezed in there. Like it's an overly packed bookcase where it's even difficult to like get the books out sometimes. And a book has been taken out and set in the middle of the floor of the room. Hmm. That's really strange. That's I said Sally House earlier. That kind of reminds me of like Sally House, how they took the toys and put them in the middle of the room. But in that case, it was a circle, but it's definitely weird that you would just lay it in the middle of the floor like that. Maybe there was a message in the book. I want to know what the title was. Like Maybe she's trying to tell people something. I wonder if they thought about that. Yeah, if it was like a mystery movie, you would open the book and there would be like a passage underlined and it would be like, "Oh my gosh, that's a But yeah, probably not. I'm I'm getting far-fetched now. But I wonder what the title of the book is. Yes, I am very curious now, but it apparently was like one specific book that she kept doing this for. So, I really would like to know, you know, what what one it was cuz it it could mean something. You never know. The other thing that she does, apparently they think that she is is into candy. So if you go here, maybe bring some like special candy treats for her because they have some sort of crystal candy bowl somewhere in this house. And they'll, people will be like in the next room, pretty close to it, and they swear they will hear the crystal top like lift off of the bowl and then get replaced almost as if somebody's opening it, grabbing a piece of candy, and then replacing the lid. Hmm, that's that's cool. You can also see her apparition. So, and they say her apparition is kind of floating around. Um, she's usually not like interacting with people or creeping them out at the ends of their bed or anything like that. She's just kind of like doing her thing, going through a doorway. Just kind of like living in her own home is what they mm-hmm. say she seems to be doing. Which also brings me back to the elevators. Because if she's just kind of floating around doing her own thing, maybe she's taking the elevator to a different floor than you and it's causing the elevator to malfunction. Maybe. It also makes me think like the 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 apparitions that people see of her kind of just moving throughout the house, you know, doing whatever it is she does, working there, whatever – Sounds residual to me. Um, but then you hear that, well, hello there. to specific people, which tells me intelligent, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I was kind of conflicted on that piece as well. And lastly, the other thing that she did one time is there was a wallpaper that was peeling in the house and they hadn't fixed it yet. And when they showed back up the next morning, Without asking anybody to fix it, it had suddenly perfectly fixed itself. And they're pretty sure that this is Belle fixing the wallpaper because she loves the home and wants to take care of it. Hey, I'm going to go with it. I like that. I love a helpful ghost. A helpful ghost is the best kind of ghost. So Lindsay, this place is pretty cool and the rooms look really nice to me. Some of the rooms are actually pretty large that will sleep up to six people. They have like several different rooms within the suites Mm -hmm. and they'll have like a king size bed and a queen size bed, a veranda. So it's like some of the rooms are really nice and actually really affordable compared to some of the other places that I think would be similar but in like Savannah like if this place was in Savannah it would cost you more no doubt about it yeah that makes sense so this is a really nice inn that has been updated and is going to be a really comfortable place to stay Yes, it's going to be a very comfortable place to stay. I will say the furniture isn't like super modern or anything like that, but it's all keeping with the aesthetic of it too. You know what I mean? There's nothing like, you know how sometimes you go to these places and it is just like there is stuff everywhere. There's dolls, there's mannequins hanging around. (laughs) Not here. That is not what it's like here. It is very nice, very comfortable. It appears clean. It has excellent reviews. So yeah, it's going to be nice, but it's not like ultra modern either, which I don't know that you want ultra modern in a place like this. Yeah. It's like it's not super cluttered. How would you compare it to some of the places we've stayed before? So the Hamilton Turner inns like furnishings are nicer. Okay. Than this. It's been more decorated. Yeah, Hamilton Turner inn was probably the nicest place I've stayed as far as decor yes I mean that is like top tier decor I don't know I might equate it to kind of like the Marshall House ish okay. you know oh furniture that's really wise. nice yeah so very nice um furnishings and again you know you could like bring six people to some of these suites and stay comfortably it sounds like and other rooms that just have a queen are even cheaper than the suites. so The other thing that you get is a complimentary glass of wine from their nice selection of wines every single night. And if you're nice, maybe you'll get two. Ooh, I like it. Yes. So that is a nice little thing that they include there. And again, a lot of the rooms have big fireplaces, jacuzzi tubs. They all have private bathrooms. I know this is important. I only say that because it was specifically called out on their website. Like, that's like a really nice feature to have. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that is a must for you. I tell you, though, before we started doing this show, it's not even something I ever thought that you might book a room and you might not have a bathroom in your room until we started doing this, this podcast. And so this is an important piece of information. Yes, absolutely. Now to give you an idea of the prices. So the orchid suite is one of several suites that they have. They have, like, 11 different rooms that you could choose from, all of which have nice pictures on the website that you can look at and kind of pick. The Orchid Suite sleeps up to six people, and it has a king-size bed in one room, a queen-size bed in another room, and then, like, another room with a sitting area and a veranda that you can go hang out on. So it's a big space, and it's only, like, $225 a night. Obviously, That's going to vary depending on the season, the day of the week, all that stuff. But that's the price that I found. And I thought that was a really good rate. That is a good rate, especially if you're splitting it, you know, amongst, I mean, maybe you have your family and you're staying, you know, you're the one paying the full price. But, you know, maybe you split it too. That's even more reasonable. I mean, pretty good deal, I think. Yes. And it's also not like there's two queen beds in one room. You literally have private rooms within the suite. For sure. Really nice. Yes. Some of the other rooms, they have a lot of different options for just kind of your like basic queen room. The lowest price that I saw on those, but again, it's going to vary a little bit from room to room and based on, you know, all those different factors, was like $108 a night. And it, again, looks comfortable. Um, There's many different room options for you to select from. Um, Some of them I saw were up to like $135 a night for a queen room. But again, I think for a nice place like this, very reasonable really reasonable yeah that sounds like a great deal well Lori, i so appreciate you sending us this recommendation for the inn at 835 i had never heard of this place so that's why these recommendations are so great because we come across all kinds of things that we just didn't even consider covering before so if you want to be like Lori and you want to send us a recommendation for an episode go to yourhauntedholiday.com click on contact us And send us your recommendation. Also, just send us your experiences. If you've stayed at any haunted places, let us know what happened. Um, Ghost stories, all of the above are welcome. So send them our way. If you're enjoying the show, make sure to hit uh, five stars. If you're listening to us on Apple and spread the word. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.